When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. White Sox fans, we're back. Baseball back. Later today, the White Sox are playing baseball. We don't have to pretend, speculate, get angry, sweat, cuss, spit. It's pregame podcast number four. Yes, the other three were last season. This is the first of this season. Fourth in the series. White Sox baseball coming up today. Split squad against the Cubs. One game is even televised, which is going to help one of our writers here the Vox Media LLC Consortium presents Southside Sox podcast, pregame podcast. And guess what? I've got two of my very, very favorite Southside Sox writers with us. Back, back roll. <laughs> a, a long delay. She was unavoidably detained for podcast for many a time, but is back writing a really terrific piece linked in this podcast post. Welcoming us back to the baseball season. It's Hannah Lamada. Hannah, welcome. It's nice to have you back. Hello. Thank you. I'm, I know it's been a while, but it, this couldn't be for a more perfect day. I'm so ready, so excited. So we'll see. Well, it's 2022. We'll put all that 2021 stuff behind us. You're back. Yeah. In a totally. year, it'll be it'll be quicker than it than a year. That we can look at it that way. Uh, the other guest, she doesn't fit. So I really got to call. She's got a different name for this podcast. Please welcome our former labor beat writer. It's Christina. I think I'm going to call her Christina Erdietta. 
she fits. So Elieta, welcome. Uh, help yourself to the antipasto plate. Uh, some prosciutto there. Uh, got a little mortadella. Uh, fine selection of cheeses and, of course, meats. <laughs> I'm not partaking, but, of course, there too. Please feel free in between questions uh, to partake uh, and welcome. Thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I've, we've been waiting forever for this. So, like switching from the labor beat to actually switching to uh, writing about games and real baseball. Um, good stuff. So, yeah, hopefully, I don't know, hopefully we'll see some action maybe today uh, in the market, but you know, we won't go there, Brett. We won't go there. Yes, we're, we're keeping it. <laughs> I'm just excited to see everyone play, you know, and see some of the younger guys as well. So it should be good. Yeah, I'm excited. I know. Shocking listeners, viewers. We're going to be upbeat. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna scratch, spit, break best. anything. Uh, my laughter won't be derisive. It'll just be out of sheer excitement. Okay, let's just start it off. Baseball is back. It captures the spirit. Let's let's just get into the spirit of what Hannah wrote. Uh, and it is just we're excited to be back. Uh, just how you feeling, knowing that we're right on uh, right on the edge of finally like six months of baseball, six plus months of baseball. Well, that's why I kind of wanted to write it because I specifically talked about how a week ago we didn't even know we were going to be here. And I think that we all need to just be really, not to get too deep, but like blessed and thankful that this all happened so quickly and we're back and we're playing the full 162 games. And I'm just so excited because it truly feels like my whole life is back. Like I wake up in the morning and I'm just like, today's a good day. There's going to be White Sox baseball. And, you know, we're going to have a busy, long six months, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm super excited. And that's why I want to write more of like a, I've had that story in my mind for a while because I was like, you know, the world just needs to hear about baseball again in a positive light. There's been so much going on and it's just been a lot of complaining, a lot of, you know, fighting. Um, so I just wanted to write something, you know, um, upbeat, just, you know, I know it's not technically the start of the, the season yet, but just having baseball back in my screen doesn't matter what it is. I'm just super excited for that. Hey, Erdiana. <laughs> This, this Hannah is speaking to you here because you got to cover all that fighting and yelling and bickering and dis- despondent feeling. Uh, maybe even more so for you than anyone else. This has got to be a nice weight off of your shoulders. Yeah, hundred percent. I know switching, finally being able to like stop stalking all of the national reporters for you know updates from what's going on in Florida. Um, yeah, I'm with Hannah. Like, I'm just I'm super excited to have baseball back on the screen and you know see what happens this year. I. I know that, you know, we have made some changes, so it should be, it'll be good to see how that plays out. And hopefully we can have a little bit deeper of a run this, this year, because I mean, I think we're all looking forward to potentially another playoff run. So um, just, yeah, I'm pumped. (laughs) What's fun about Hannah's piece is it really steps you uh, through the ballpark experience. And she flashed on a number of different scenes and uh christina you also i think had tweeted out hey in a month i'm going to be watching the white Sox." reason my butt off i'm going to be watching the white Sox." so the question is for both of you really what's the one thing you miss most or the thing that your your senses you know once you it could be entering the park could be approaching the parking lot it could be first pitch what's the one thing that's really going to make you think you know it's going to give you the goosebumps I think for me, the video that they showed last year, the intro video, I recorded it probably every single time, even though I didn't need to record it multiple times, but it just, it gets you so pumped. Like it gives me goosebumps every time. And then followed by that, you have the fireworks 
and then you have the players running onto the field and hopefully Thunderstruck a little bit more this this season, you know. But I think that's the moment that really just gets me so excited. Everyone's on their feet, everyone's clapping, everyone's cheering. And just hearing that again in the ballpark is just going to be the best feeling ever. And even just seeing it on TV, whatever, anything works. But I think that's the moment for me that I that sticks with me the most when I think of going to the ballpark. And sometimes I've literally had to be running in. Like I, I one time, like I missed the video and I ran in as fast as I can out of breath, sweating. And I saw the, the end of it. So it was all good. But, you know, that's that's my favorite part. It counts. It's legit. Yeah. If you make it, if you cross the table, from there, OK, Ardietta, uh, listen, I know you got to get yourself a sausage. You got to get maybe some pizza. But aside <laughs> from that, you know, what, what's going to give you the goosebumps? Um, that's a really good one too. I was kind of thinking the same thing. Hannah, I recorded it a million times as myself, <laughs> like the flashing lights. It's like, it's just a good vibe. Um, but I'll say too, um, just like the, the energy in the ballpark, like entering it and everyone's being like excited. Um, and you know, seeing a bunch of people together, like also just excited about the socks and baseball, um, getting that first strike, um, of the game, like when we're home, I think that's just like, you know, everyone's always cheering like a lot. And it just is like, you know, you could feel the energy of like the beginning of the game, like before, you know, anything could possibly go sour, um, mm-hmm. you know, unless the first pitch is a home run. But <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm just like, I just love the energy of being at the ballpark, like all the sounds. And um, I'm just really would love to get back. And I am going that Friday the 15th. So mm-hmm. um, if you guys see me, I'll be out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one thing. I mean, certainly for opening day, maybe by the time, you get there, uh, Christina, maybe not, but that uh, the idea that certainly open today, no matter what the prospects to the season, Lord knows we've seen a lot of rough prospect seasons uh, in the recent past, but now, I mean, certainly for opening day, hopefully for every game, but opening day, there is that excitement, playoff atmosphere, everybody's on their feet. It's probably a packed house where people are trickling in late, but people are hyped because, you know, there's no time. Even when you, you have a feeling there might be a hundred lost team, that's a moment where it's like, hey, nothing's happened yet. It could really happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the idea that getting caught up in that extent, particularly on opening day, or, I mean, I guess anybody's first game, because, you know, whether there's 5,000 people in the house or not, Christine, you're going to be standing up like, you know, this is your opening day. Uh, I mean, that's always a moment that you can't, yeah, you can't really capture. That's certainly a, a goosebump uh, moment for me. Okay, similar, uh, but not necessarily specific to this season. Uh, aside from okay let's let's table the video uh what's the ritual you get in the park you get to the park what's something you're always doing or or something you're excited to do or you feel like maybe you're you're jinxing something you don't feel right if you don't do that's a good one um what something I always do especially when I'm with my dad he likes to walk around the entire ballpark for whatever you know I don't know for whatever reason um yeah. And that's why I kind of um, mentioned that, like, when you're walking around in, in the story, I, I was like, when you're walking around, you see everything, especially the the lower level. Um, he likes to do that. And we get there super early. And he doesn't like to sit and wait for an hour in our seats. You know, we get there early, we always do something, um, walk around. And I think that it doesn't feel right if, you know, I don't do that for the most part. Um, but you know, sometimes school happens, life happens, I get late and I can't do that. And it just like feels so much more rushed if I'm not there so many hours before, you know, because it already takes me two plus hours to get there, at least from school when I'm home, almost the same with traffic. So it's like, we make it a whole day thing. Games at seven o'clock, we're leaving at 12, yeah. one, you know, and just getting there hours before. Um, and he loves to tailgate, except we always do this thing where we bring everything to tailgate, end up running super late, don't have any time <laughs> for it. 
<laughs> and then we go all, everything goes to waste and we don't have time and you know it's a good idea that he has but it never really works out yeah. <laughs> but when it does it feels normal yeah yeah um I'm trying to think I honestly usually it's like get there and try to you know figure out if, if I'm not sitting in like the same section like I typically am like in the outfield or something I don't know I like to walk around too <laughs> um so I guess I that makes me a dad um but <laughs> I <laughs> but I do just you know I like you said like your dad enjoys I like just being able to like walk around and you know seeing different people and it just like I and you always have to stop and get a beer that's usually high on the priority list um because like it has to be Soon, Hannah. Soon. I was going to say, I, I know. Less than a month, and you'll see me. That's been, a, you know, how many times that image has been in my head me chilling at the game, <laughs> a really expensive beer, and just enjoying life. I'm so excited for that. It's expensive, but it's a great, it's a great expensive beer. <laughs> it's worth it. It. It, does, it can't taste any better anywhere else than at the mm-hmm. ballpark. Uh, all right. I got a few. Let's see. Uh, and, you know, I haven't, I'm not. I'm not the fan that you two are, so at least not any longer, but uh, certainly with my dad, playing catch Armour Park before the game was a definite. Uh, he's another guy, Hannah, again, you got to leave like the, the day before. Yeah. Yeah, they don't let you in the park until, but you know, because you're not like a tailgate guy. Uh, elotes, got to go get Elotes. But then he's another weirdo. Okay, here, here's my World Series story. First game of the World Series. He went to 1959. So this is the first World Series you can see. I've obviously never been to World Series with my uncle. Get in the park. Of course, we get there. We're waiting. We're not going to be late. We get in the minute they open the gate. Me and uncle immediately go to the, you know, we're coming up the concourse. It's like the most awe-inspiring ever because it's like World Series is happening here in a few hours. Holy cow. All right. So we go right to the field. The socks are warming up right on the side where we came in. So we're just, we're just going, wow, we're going to listen to, and you can't hear anything. There's no noise, not going bananas yet, right? So you can just hear the, the ball smacking in the gloves, a little bit of noise, a little bit of uh, jabber jaw going on, but we just walk right to it. My dad's not with us. He's got to walk right to our seats. You know, it's like behind home plate. They're nice seats, you know, Nancy Powell seats, but walks right to our seat for some reason. No, no, not awestruck at all. And then he, then I see him over there and he's like mad. That I didn't do this weird ritual with him. Like we got to go to our seats to touch them to make sure we actually are going to be able to sit there, and then we can roam. Anyway, he's a weird fella. We don't go to many games. Anymore. That is interesting, but you know, it, it, everything's different for everyone. Yeah, so he, I guess he cuts against the the dag. But then he's also a restless guy. So I don't really understand the whole thing. Like, no, no magic for me. Uh, it's just going to be we got to make sure our seats are still there. They didn't rip them out. We will get to sit. Maybe he really needed to do that. I don't know. I guess I'm just a trusting sort. <laughs> the seats were there. Uh, anyhow, okay. We're going to take a little different twist here. And you're both going to have different answers because, of course, Christina is making her debut today, actually writing about games and not labor garbage. Uh, so she, really have, she hasn't really broken that tape yet. But, but Hannah, you've got a year uh, uh, under under your belt, uh, you are sun- you were our Sunday recapper last year, and you recapped in a lot of different scenarios. I think I recall yeah. writing in an airport, writing at the ball game itself, not at the press row. Oh, sorry, White Sox, don't extend us that courtesy, but writing from the seats. Wow, um, uh, what was the uh, what was the experience like? Sort of a, a first year thing, and, and sort of getting a chance to do that. Yeah, it was amazing. I can actually remember. So I wrote in LaGuardia Airport in New York. I wrote on a boat um, with a hotspot. 
I was fishing with my mom and dad and I wrote in the 500 level seats, of course, 500 level. Uh, I've written a lot of different places um, on vacation, but I, I enjoy it so much because it's like, I already am watching the game and I have so many opinions and I just get to, I, I, you know, I get to write about that and I get to write about the game. And, you know, sometimes it's a really, ooh, I'm so excited to write. Sometimes I'm angry and I'm just like ranting. Um, but overall, honestly, I love it so much. It gives me something to look forward to every single week. Um, I like having that set, you know, like, okay, this is my, my Sundays to do this. Mm. Um, I kind of, I planned everything for the most part around that because I enjoyed it so much. I was like, oh no, I mean, I got to watch the game. I'm going to, I'm going to write. Um, it was so, it was surreal for me and it still is because, you know, I was 19 at the time. I'm only 20 now. So to be 19 and be able to do that, you know, I'd always, you know, talk to my friends or talk to people about baseball and they don't care. They're not baseball fans, but like actually talk to people who care about baseball and feel heard. That's all I wanted growing up. That's still all I want as a woman in sports. And I just like feel so blessed for that opportunity and so grateful for that. And that's why I, I think I was the first to come to you and be like, Hey, can I please write weekly? Yeah. Like I wanted to make sure I had that secured because I was just so excited. Like it feels like these last six months, it was part of my routine every single Sunday for six months. So then not having that a little weird. So now I'm just excited to be back with that. And, um, you know, I have some story ideas, um, aside from that, but doing that is just so fun for me. And I can't wait to like put my thoughts, opinions out there, you know, interact with people, and just like show what I can write and do something with my writing, you know, even in college, everything's crazy. This is kind of like an escape for me to, you know, do something I really enjoy. All right, Arietta, Ramada's thrown the gauntlet. Let's Sorry. see. You got a plane, <laughs> you got a boat, you got all different spots at the park, <laughs> you know, hot spot, whatever. I mean, you know, you know, not a challenge, but a challenge. Uh no, what are you, what are you, what are you looking forward to? I mean, this is still fairly, you know, new to you. We're still, uh, we're, our relationship, even though you just jumped right in, God bless you for it. Eternal <laughs> gratitude for what you did. for the team. But yeah, um, definitely took one for the team, but uh, you know, looking forward to something that's going to be more pleasant. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I haven't, I have like no experience writing like at all. And, you know, I always like, um, like Hannah said, like I, my friends, they like baseball and stuff like that, but like, you know, I can like talk someone's ear off and they'll be like, all right, whatever. Like, I don't care who they're going to sign in the 30th round of the draft. Like, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) (laughs) whatever. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really exciting, um, to, like you said to Hannah, interact with others. Um, I think that's also just like the cool thing about, um, you know, media nowadays that like, it's really easy to interact with other people. So, um, yeah, like having people listen and like, even if they like medium care about what I write is pretty cool. Um, especially since like, I, I have never written. And so this is really new for me. So it's like, if, you know, when people are like, Hey, like, this is really cool. I'm like, Oh, sweet. So I'm really excited to, um, shift like, and actually write about like the games considering I watch majority of them, um, already since I, you know, they, they take up all of my time. So, um, yeah, being able to actually do something and, like with the, with the time that I'm spending watching the White Sox and, um, you know, complaining about them or tweeting about them. Like I can actually put words into, um, you know, something that people actually read maybe, well, maybe they'll read it. If not, it's there, <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited to just kind of jump in. Um, definitely. And it'll be a nice shift of, uh, you know, reporting like negative labor talks all the time. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, um, I'm, 
to just jump in. I have no idea where I'm going to be writing from. Maybe I can't top Hannah's. I mean, the boat sounds pretty cool. Um, so, um, but yeah, currently it's on my couch or like in my bed. That's where we are right now. But yeah, I'm just looking forward to the season to start. Honestly, I had just something to write about, something to talk about. Um, yeah. And I'm glad to be here. I mean, Christina, me and Hannah may may want to vote otherwise, but technically you you are allowed to use your your regular name for your byline. You, you, this, does, does, this doesn't have to be permanent. This can just be for the podcast that you're doing with Joe <laughs> and her. But, you know, you'll think about it, but, you know, it's, it's, it's not required. Perfect. Uh, let's, let's, hey, let's, you know, SB Nation's got to sell you something. You know, I got to just squeeze a couple more dimes out of this podcast, not this outside tax. So let's give them a chance to do that. We're going to take a minute, let them sell you something, listen. Take a break, hit the bathroom, whatever, or you can pause. Please come back. Second half is going to be a lot of fun, including a preview of what our coverage is going to be for this season. Uh, as we await, we're just hours away from White Sox baseball double against the Cubs. Go figure. Couldn't have written it any better, as Hannah's already acknowledged. Uh, we'll be back in just a minute. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. White Sox fans, I am Brett Ballantini, lucky to represent Vox Media, LLC, SB Nation, and Southside Sox as the host of what is now the fourth pregame podcast, the first of 2022, a pregame podcast we weren't really sure we were going to have. Again, speaking to Hannah's piece, which is linked in our uh, podcast post here. Read it if you haven't already. Again, you can listen and read at the same time. You can pause us, read Listen to us the rest of the way through. Then make sure to go back and read. Read two, three times. Come on. You know, what do you got to do before the Cubs games? Come on. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, by the end of this podcast, we are going to preview what our coverage is going to be for this season. It's not all filled out. We just got the schedule on Thursday. So we're still filling out. I mean, we didn't even know where everybody was going to be. Now we know. We got some built-in double headers, all sorts of weird stuff. Again, we'll uh, link that post in case you haven't seen that already on the site. We'll link that in this podcast post as well. Uh, but I am with our dazzling twosome here. It's Hannah LaMotta. And all right, let's, okay, we'll drop the pretense. She's already eaten all of the antipasta meat she's going to for this podcast anyway. It's Christina Erdo. Okay, we'll, we'll give her a name back. Um, I'm going to just throw this out there. Don't know exactly how much time we'll have her in the second half. So it can be a combo or one or the other. I'm just wondering if either of you have favorite spring training moments you can think of or if you don't want to talk about spring training, it's, it's, it's pretend games. Favorite Cubs moments, because we got two against the Cubs coming up today. Uh, weird, but, uh, you know, those are always packed with excitement. Uh, some favorite moments either way. Um, so last year I went to my first Crosstown Cup game. It was 
amazing. It was super last minute too. I think it was a Friday game. I was still here by like 12 o'clock that day. You know, it's, it's a long haul for me. Um, I, you know, got the tickets, went with my friend and that was the football scoring game, 17 to 14. That was an insane game. Like that has to be one of my favorite games I've ever seen. Something specifically I remember was when Yasmani Grandal hit that um, home run. And I think we went ahead at that time. And the entire place was going insane. I think some people had left because we were down big. That was that really bad start. Um, and I remember saying like, no, we'll come back. We'll come back. I was not worried one bit. So then when that happened, I was going insane. I was like yelling. Like, I told you we would come back. Like everyone who doubted us, like I was just, it was, it was insane. Um, so that has to be my favorite game. And it was also like five hours. It was, it was so long. And that game, Yaz, Yaz just keep, kept going off. And he just kept hitting home runs, um, RBIs, everything. It was insane. I can't remember, Hannah, who recapped that. It was either Jackie Crestel or it could have been Celeste Rodonio. Uh, and in that case, I'm remiss. I should, Come on. <laughs> There's a paisan right there. She should have been involved in this podcast. So that's a party foul on my part. But, yes, whoever did write it, it was it was brilliant. It was a very, I mean, obviously that game was built for a very entertaining write-up. And, and you oh, yeah. know, the challenge is to take the two-to-one games that might be a yawner or even the seven-to-one runaways and make them pretty entertaining. So, you know, the gauntlet can be thrown sometimes because it can be a challenge. Uh, Christina, um, Crosstown, spring training, uh, something jump out at you uh, that's, that's sort of a favorite as we go into uh, seeing the start of the 2022 season. Yeah, um, I'm going to go Crosstown, too. Actually, I'm also going to go last year. Uh, so I had gone to two last year, one at Wrigley and one um, on the south side. And I actually went to the only game that we lost. So that was cool <laughs> at home. But um, I also went to the first, I think it was the first game um, at Wrigley. And that was the one where we, like, were up 4-1 to one and then – uh, Kimbrell came in in his like debut against the Cubs, basically, um, and gave up. Just made it uh, into the basket. Yeah, RIP gave up the three runs, tied it, and then it was just bad news bears. Honestly, like majority of the Sox fans around me um, left because in the ninth inning, like they had gone up or whatever. I think it was like two runs, and. So it was like me and like this other guy a few rows away and we were just getting like annihilated and the stands everyone was like heckling us. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like, couldn't be more horrible right now, especially since I was with Cubs fans. Um, and then, you know, Brian Goodwin, clutch home run. Um, that was amazing. There's like in the clip on TV, like you could see two people like just jumping in the stands in the outfield and everyone else was like heads <laughs> yeah. and it was literally me and the one guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was really cool. Um, but that was just an electric game, especially since like we came back and it was at Wrigley. So it's kind of like a slap in the face. Um, no offense to any of my Cubs fans, friends listening right now, but also offense. Um yeah, I, that was just like electric. I'm so excited to get like that kind of feeling back, whether if it's against the Sox or I mean, sorry, what's against, against the Cubs or, you know, anyone like games like that. They just like really hone in on why like you love the sport so much, even if they are really demoralizing for a brief period yeah. of the time. Yeah. One fact about that, actually, I was uh, I think for that game, I was at Disney World and I was in line watching it on my phone and then I got on the ride but that was happening and I remember me and my dad I think we I was literally watching it on the ride. I did not care I was on the ride whatsoever I was watching my phone and I screamed I was like no way and probably everyone around me thought I was nuts first of all because my phone could have went flying 
But second of all, because <laughs> what am I screaming out of my phone in the middle of a Disney Disney ride? I don't know. But um, I remember that very specifically where I was during that. I, I was, yeah, that, that was an experience. And you weren't writing a story? Okay, Ann, whatever. Sorry. Sorry. Man. Uh, okay, well, let me give you a couple of my favorite memories, uh, my um, young guests. Uh, one <laughs> will uh, predate one of your births, existence on this planet. Probably my all-time favorite is Carlos Lee's walk-off Grand Slam. I was at that game. Uh, the beginning of that game, it started really ugly. David Wells, who was not a very inspiring figure for the White Sox, tried to feel the ground ball, like busted his back, limped off. You know, that guy was a loud mouth, the White Sox. He's sort of such a jerk to the teammates. So you know, he sort of wanted to get that guy gone. And he obviously wasn't going to do anything for the team. And then, you know, whatever the comeback was, I don't even remember the, the travails of the game, but you know, you can't really beat a walk-off Grand Slam. That was pretty cool. I wasn't the hugest Carlos Lee fan, but you're going to be a huge Carlos Lee fan when he pulls that. I was at the punch game too. I mean, that, that, that's probably the only single inning. And I've seen a lot of games and I've even yelled, not supposed to, I've yelled a couple of times in the press box, but that's probably the only time within a half inning, probably without even an out coming off the board, I probably went from full-throated to horse because man was there some screaming going on seeing all of that unfold uh in front probably getting sunburned the hell in the, in the process but uh, those are certainly a couple uh favorite crosstown memories and i'll throw out a spring training the only time i've ever caught a baseball at a game covering a game on the roof in spring training ball got hit up to me what was i gonna do not catch it drop my blackberry which by the way because i got no because i couldn't get any coverage from the crap netbook whatever comcast gave me back then i was writing the story on my blackberry because <laughs> why not <laughs> they got to have something you know macgyver it got told that many times macgyver it uh dropped the blackberry i probably lost the story whatever who cares spring training right caught the ball on my birthday caught the ball so pocketed that still the only ball i've ever caught at a game and i wasn't even a fan so i've still never caught a ball and game as a fan but you know really catching a ball at a game is a subject for another podcast we're talking about 2022 chicago white Sox and how excited we are before we get to that we'll sort of fill in the credits will roll as we talk about sort of things we're looking forward to and excited about but i do want to preview our coverage a little bit it's worth noting i think um we have an extraordinary and unique core group of recappers i'll let you figure it out and connect the dots but sunday recapping supplanting even though she loved it it carved her whole life around it on sundays yeah this editor this guy booted her from sundays uh jackie kressel's taking over on sunday recaps uh colleen sullivan doing mondays joe Reeses, he sticks out like a sore thumb not just because he solves socks math uh, joe Reeses is gonna be our tuesday recapper uh hannah lamata very, very generously shifts from Sunday, her beloved day, to Wednesdays. She's going to get us over on uh, hump days and get us through these tough weeks that are ahead in White Sox fandom. Uh, Christina Erdo, maybe uh, Erdietta, maybe not. We're not really sure yet. We'll, we'll negotiate that. Taking over for Thursdays, Ashley Sanders, the spirit captain. She's back. She sort of goes away in the off season, but she's back. In season, she's back. She's bringing the spirit. She's bringing the excitement. She's doing Friday, Saturdays, right now, it's a la carte, what have you. Uh, we're also doing six-pack like we've done, I think, pretty much from the start since I've been here at Southside Sox. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, 
very talented writers jump in uh, doing that, taking sort of the six pack in very different directions than I ever did way back a dozen years ago uh, on the beat. It's much more entertaining read uh, than it once was. Um, we, of course, have our miners' coverage six days a week. They only play six days. Uh, the, the delightful, delectable Julie Brady is back for a couple days. Uh, Darren Black is taking on the heavy lifting once again, three days a week. And <laughs> Joe Reese, is, he's just always around. He pops up. He's doing a day for us as well, which means I don't have to do so much. Hamster doesn't have to do so much minor stuff. Oh, that's a blessing. Just have to read it. Uh, we're also going to do stuff like we did last year for the playoffs. Pretty much every game, we're going to be willing to do it. I mean, if the season goes really south, okay, maybe we'll drop some of this bonus coverage. But uh, some of the social media reports we did, Colleen Sullivan did them last year for us. Uh, I want to say Crystal O'Keefe did as well. Uh, I've done them in the past where it's, I was calling them like tweet storms, but really it's just taking a social media um, uh, temperature of the game. It's mostly just sort of copying tweets in, uh, but it's a sort of a fun, sort of a different angle to the game. Uh, you know, allows for some highlights, some, some snark. Uh, some jokes, a lot of jokes. So we're probably going to do that most games. You know, if, if people fill out the schedule, we'll do them every game. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to be doing next day columns, you know, written that night. But, uh, you know, it's going to be published uh, the morning after, you know, sort of look back on the day before. Uh, maybe it was an off day. Look back at, you know, look ahead to maybe a series. Uh, we got a number of people doing those as well. Uh, we had those going on during the playoffs. Again, people took them in very different directions. You know, Jeremy Carl did something that's sort of like, hey, the White Sox don't suck as bad as they look in this ALDS, really. Honestly, they don't. Uh, Zach Hayes took a very like analytical thing, like broke down four different, you know, whatever stuff. I can't even make sense. So I got to read it a few times before I really make sense of it. Uh, but again, that's going to be sort of a, a grab bag type of thing as well. So really, we're probably putting out, you know, four, five, six different stories uh, every night. Where else are you going to get that, people? We got a great crew, talented crew. It's it's burgeoning. We've got people like Christina Erdo just joining us, saying, "Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm throwing in." I'm going to do some of that social media stuff. I'm going to do some of that recap stuff. She's in. Uh, so that's what you have to look forward to. We don't really have the schedule completely filled out, but we do have some, some permanent spots. I do want to at least roll out the recappers because, uh, hey, it's sort of unique. And uh, I hope that you will enjoy the unique stuff. And if you don't, hey, there's other sites to read. So go read them. All right. Okay. As we're winding up, Hannah, Christina, let's just talk a little bit about, without getting into specific personnel or whatnot, um, the sorts of things, maybe the most important thing you need to see from the White Sox this year. What's the thing that maybe concerns you or what's going to make you feel pretty good about the direction the team's going once you sort of see it? Maybe offense, pitching, bullpen, Tony La Russa. I'm not sure which, but uh, yeah, what is it? Um, I'm very excited to see this new bullpen um, because Kendall Graveman was a very good addition before the lockout. I think a lot of people kind of forgot about that, actually. Um, and then you add, you know, Joe Kelly into there as well. And I think that the most important thing this year for the team is to stay healthy because there was so many times last year where we saw people in and out for months at a time. It all started with the, you know, Aloy spring training and then, you know, then came magical Robert and it kind of just, it was, it was insane. You know, some of the lineups we were seeing being pulled out there against, against these good teams, but I think that the potential that this team has as a fully healthy lineup is insane. Even if we aren't to acquire anybody else, I think that we can fill those holes. Um, I think that there's a full season of Luis Robert is going to be so exciting. I'm, I'm so excited for that because he just seeing what he displayed last year in the postseason and when he came back from his injury, you know, that wasn't even his full potential. Now he has a chance to show that full potential um, fully healthy as well. 
And I think that's just the most exciting thing for me is to, you know, see what this team can do with what they have and see what they can do after a long rested winter, ready to come out with everyone, everyone ready to go. And some of the rookies, you know, turning into more developed players as well. Yeah, Hannah, really, uh, let's take the Luis thing. I mean, this is a year we've never seen a full season from Luis. This is a year to see if he will give us full seasons because Mm -hmm. he can't this year. At this point, we've got to say, all right, like Rodon last year, we had an incredible two-thirds of a season. We should have it back for this year, but uh, we're staying positive. Uh, But, you know, hey, okay, two-thirds of a season of Luis Robert is, yeah, I'll take it and pay him what he's getting paid. But, you know, it's important to know whether you're getting him for 162, which means he's an MVP candidate, or a guy that's like, when's he coming back? We need him. Uh, Okay, Christina, um, stuff that uh, maybe you need to see or are looking forward to see. I'm looking forward to see uh, how Kopech switches into the starting pitching role. Um, I think that he could be phenomenal, um, especially, you know, as he continues to work more, get more innings in. Uh, I really just, it, I think it'll be really great. There's so much potential there. Um, I'm also going to stick with the pitching just because that's what primarily we've um, spent a lot of our money on in the last like two years. Um, I think that like the addition of Joe Kelly and Kendall Graven, which, yeah, I totally forgot like until the other day when I was like, uh, I looked at the list and I was like, wait, yeah, he's here too. That's pretty cool. Um, like if we have these guys and they're talented, like we might as well use them. So they're here. Um, I am just looking forward to see, how they will all like pair up in terms of, you know, like is I I hope bummer comes out and stays hot. Like he was last year. Like that was a phenomenal turnaround. Um, So uh, there's so many uh, pieces I need to click into place too. like Luis Robert. It's a big one um, on my radar too. like him and Aloy. Like we haven't really seen like, yes, we did have Aloy like before, but you know, he's, he's back. He's healthy with the full team. So I'm just hoping these younger guys like do are able to break out. Um, and I really do think there's so much potential there. Um, and then I'll also add into the mix, uh, Dylan Cease. Uh, I think it'll be really great to see him, you know, in the rotation and see how he's developed even further um, as a young player, because him too, like the the potential is just like off the charts. So it'll be really great to see how, how they all mesh together. Hopefully, like Hannah said, that they could stay healthy, um, and then I'll, my last thing I'll say is hamstrings, extremely important. I need to see a lot better production from the hamstrings, but we will see. We will see. Okay. I admit as a host, party foul on me. I'm ignoring our own pronunciation guide. We have reared back to the proper Luis Robert pronunciation. And yet I'm the one leading us into the improper pronunciation. Apologies, Luis. Apologies, Chicago White Sox. Oh, come on. You weren't doing it. We're the ones that are putting all the diacritics on the guys' names before you were even doing it. But that's okay. You can look at our paper. That's fine. You copy. It's cool. We share here. We share. Okay. This is a quick answer, but I need it from you both. Are you going to enjoy the Chicago White Sox in 2022 in spite of or because of manager Tony La Russa? Anna. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Okay. That's the right uh, answer. Hannah has already punted. So, Christine, I'm not going to allow you to punt. Are you going to enjoy the 2020 Chicago White Sox because of or in spite of manager Tony LaRusso? Probably in spite of if he treats the bullpen <laughs> like he did sometimes last year. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree with Hannah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good punt. Short, well, and sweet. Short and sweet. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know my answer as well. Um, but let's hope, you know, it can really, in a sense, only get better. And listen, apparently he's like best buddies. I think they're like rooming together this year with Tim Anderson. So, oh, okay. Hey, wonderful. You know, I trust TA. So let's just keep the harmony going on our 
Chicago White Sox. Uh, okay, listen, it. I mean, <laughs> can you believe how cool Christina Erdo was in this podcast when knowing just minutes away, just hours away is her debut writing games on the Chicago White Sox for Southside Sox. She was cool as can be. That's awesome. Well, we're all on pins and needles. Yeah, it's spring training, but it's two games. You don't want to lose two games with the Cubs. Give me a break. So uh, really, everybody, enjoy. We will have, can you believe it? We will have for the first time in, oh, I don't know, whatever it's been, six months, uh, actual recap. Uh, we're not going to do our full arsenal stuff because, you know, we don't got the stack cast jive and all that. So we're just doing recaps for spring training. All right, chill out. But what else can we do? Uh, we're doing, we're going to max out coverage. And that for now is just recaps. And the first maxed out coverage of the season is courtesy of Christina Erdogan. Thank you, Christina, in advance. It's going to be very exciting. I hope you have a lot of fun with it. And I'm looking forward to reading it as well. Super excited. Yeah. And Hannah, yeah, yeah, we'll get to you. Your Wednesday, whatever. Okay. Yeah. You got a week to wait, but you got your story in. Read it, everybody. A really good piece. And if it doesn't make you feel good about the coming baseball season, ah, oh, come on, then you're not human. Then read again. Read some other sites. Sorry to run everybody off. Sorry, Espedation. <laughs> oh, here comes the fine. But come on. If you're not human, this is going, you're going to be moved by hands. Enjoy it. Uh, as always, enjoy our coverage. I hope you do. Uh, without all of you, we're not here. Uh, until the next time, we'll have another pregame podcast soon. But until then, take it easy.